Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Brian Oak Show. Brian is off at space camp, but he's returning next week. I'm Colleen Cruz in for Brian Oak, along with Sean Bernard, major domo of the Brian Oak Show. Hello. Hello. How are you, Colleen? <laughs> I'm doing great. Good. Where I, are you today? Have, are you in I, a closet again? Yeah, I'm still in the closet. I'm just going to live here till this COVID thing is over. You I could. really like it. It's comfy. There's a dog bed. Here, I can show you the dog bed that I'm sitting on, an extra dog bed. Is the room dog hermetically sealed? Is it hermetically sealed in there? It is It is pretty sealed. It's a, it's a closet in the back of a large room. No one would ever find me. This would be a good closet to hide in if there were a murdidly erdler running around the house. Good point. Did you, you know? play a lot of hide-and-seek as a kid? I did. That was a fun thing I did. I loved hide-and-seek. That was my favorite thing. I don't, I don't like jump scares. No. And, and nor do I like uh, perpetrating jump scares. <laughs> but I, I, I did like hiding. Hiding is always fun. And you're just there by yourself, and you're just kind of trying to be as quiet as you can, and you're thinking all these thoughts. And you and can it... hear somebody walk through. Oh, yeah. And, There's a... like... and you just hold your breath so they can't even hear you breathe. <laughs> can I tell you a quick story? Yes, really I quick? love a good quick okay. story. <laughs> all right, I'm going to tell you a quick story about hiding. When I was uh, young and, and, and drinking a lot, yep. I, uh, I, I crashed a party in the warehouse district of Minneapolis, and it was a fancy party. Wow. Was some guy, he was, he was, uh, yeah, well, I was dressed up and I, and I saw people walking into this fancy warehouse and I went, Hey, I'm, <laughs> I just walked right in. And, uh, it, yeah, this guy was celebrating his, uh, graduation from law school. So, and I was maybe like 20 and so they were all in their thirties. And, and so I am walking around this fancy place and there's hors d'oeuvres. It was a party with hors d'oeuvres. It was a party with an wow. open bar. And then I, and I'm enjoying myself and I, and I, and I go into the restroom, there's a restroom and I, I lock the door. And before I sit down, I, I look behind the shower curtain and I thought, wait a minute, that's a really weird thing to do. Why would I, you know, and I amused myself. I thought, why am I looking behind the shower curtain? <laughs> Just in case there's and somebody there. Thought, yeah. In case there's somebody there. And then I thought, well, I should do that. So I finished my business. And then oh I went behind gosh. the shower curtain. I laid down in the tub and I was really quiet. And I sat there for about 40 <laughs> minutes feeling like a creep. Were there people coming in and out? Well, there, yeah, there were people coming in and out. And then like two people came in, they started making out. And then I scared them. <laughs> and a... they laughed and la thank God they laughed. Oh, yeah. And and I just said, yeah, they laughed. And I and I go, you guys should come in here with me. And then we ended up getting five people in the shower. Oh my God. And so people were walking in like, I'm sure that party host was like, well, everybody's leaving my party. <laughs> like, yeah. What's going on with my party? Like, it, was it was kind like, of fun. People disappearing left and right. What's happening? I don't know if that would happen. But yeah, we got like, I got the couple in and then we, we jump scared the next person. Yeah. And then they came in, they laughed and came oh in. My and God. then we got one more person. And then the other person got mad and we were like, okay, the game's over. Oh my God, that's but, so fun. You know, some weird, of the weird things that you do. Some great parties that I've been to are parties you just walk in on. I was at a party in La Crosse, Wisconsin. I was on the air down there. And um, I'm at this party, but it really sucked. And I hear the gear daddies coming out of the the house next door. I mean, it wasn't the band. It was They were playing a CD or whatever. Okay. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I love the gear daddies. And so my buddy and I are like, we should just knock on the door. We did. They're like, come on in. <laughs> ended up becoming better friends with the guys at that house than the house that I was in already. But lacrosse was that way very much, like house parties, yeah. house after house after house. And so it was kind of like, come on in, you know. I know. My Don't... son went to college there. <laughs> oh, what a great town. What a great town. I know. So much fun. So many good people. Let's talk about like what's coming up on the show today. We've been kind of planning this one. I think we're both kind of silly, giddy, excited about this particular show. I am. I'm super excited. I about love this. this topic. Well, it's all conspiracies. It is. On the Brian Oak Show today. Yes. We're going to talk QAnon, Illuminati, Bigfoot, Epstein, and more. Ooh. Right here from the MN Smart Start Studios. Absolutely. Woo! Absolutely. For are, now, are you, do you believe in? Do you know that twenty five percent of all people believe in some form of conspiracy? I oh, I believe low, that. Actually. I do too. I do too. Because if you really get into it, if you go back to things like the Kennedy assassination, or for me, I feel like Courtney Love shot Kurt Cobain. Um, I know you said that. Yeah, I, I do. And I have a friend who's like, "You shouldn't say stuff like that." I go, "Well, I kind of think it's true," uh, or at least right. at least he asked her to do it potentially. Um, but it was a rifle. That Would you it, be able to shoot somebody if they asked you to do it? No. It's it's just that guns are usually not a woman's weapon to kill. We usually uh, nag people to death. You know what can be kind of a, a mood alterer, though, is a lot of heroin. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> those two. Remember, those two were doing a whole shitload of heroin at the time. So I've never done heroin. Yeah, me neither. That, doesn't it make you sleepy? That's what I was. You know, that's what I understood. But hey, did yeah. you? I want to really want to shoot you, but I, I just gotta. To I gotta somebody. take a nap quick, and then I promise yeah, I'll shoot I'll you shoot. as soon as I get up again. <laughs> like meth or cocaine, yeah. But I don't know heroin. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, meth for we sure. Will. We'll get to the bottom on this and more. <laughs> Absolutely, up. right but here. I think in the... we should do the first song. <laughs> Let's do a Green Day "American Idiot." How appropriate.
Green Day, American Idiot on the Brian Oak Show. Great Green Day story for you, Colleen. When I worked at 93.7 The Edge, 93.7 The Edge uh, radio station, I was in the sales department. It was my first sales gig after five years on the air. And Green Day came into the studio. And the the three dudes in Green Day um, came to our sales meeting. And then they like hung out in the sales bullpen. I thought it was for like two hours. A friend of mine later said it was like a half hour, but they're like, let us call your clients. <laughs> so they like even like called and talked to some of our clients and everything like, Hey, this is Billy Joe from green day. How's it going? They're like, no, it's not <laughs> like, yeah, it is. And they were just so much fun and they were running around this, you know, like all over the place and super down to earth, oh super God. friendly. And, I always liked their music, but I loved it after that, just because there was just oh, yeah. zero pretense. They were clearly in it for the fun, and so cool about. It. They're like, whatever you want us to do, <laughs> like let's let's make this a a, a great, great day. They were there early in the day and just freaking had a blast. So it was a great time. I love stories like that. Absolutely. See, that's 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 a that's a good that's a good rumor to spread. Yeah, we'll talk about- some other time about like the celebrity the interesting thing about meeting your favorite celebrities we should we should talk about that down the road yeah like the good the I've bad and the, the, yeah me too the good the bad and the ugly yeah. and how they can totally ruin your <laughs> opinion of them sometimes let's talk right. about uh, our studio sponsors smart start mn uh if you or someone you know has a dui uh, this could be your spouse your friend your coworker, uh your spouse's ex could be anybody, really. <laughs> um, but here's what you want to do. You want to go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. The reason why you do that is it gives you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock. Now, we're not allowed to tell you the small fee that you pay for this inter- ignition interlock system. But if you make a decent living at all, it's so worthwhile to have a car to be able to drive to and from work. So you can either go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show or just click on the banner at com. Let's talk about conspiracies. Conspiracies, conspiracies. Yes. All right. So the first one, we started the show out with a with a Beyonce bumper. Yes. Because as it turns out, people believe that Beyonce and Jay-Z are part of the Illuminati. I know. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, Did you know bum, that? Um, I didn't know that until you sent me this. I had no idea. I had no yeah, idea that this seems, was the case. It seems unlikely to me. But and it the, goes the diamond. Deep. The right, the diamond, which is uh, who knows? But you know, the <laughs> Illuminati. I didn't even know. Like I've heard the term Illuminati. And I had to look it up. So it it refers to the Bavarian Illuminati, which sounds like a delicious pastry. Oh, it does, with that cream filling where it's just sweet but not too sweet. Yes. Uh, A secret society that operated for only a decade, from 1776 to 1785. The organization was founded by Adam Weishaupt, a German law professor who believes strong. (laughs) Weishaupt! A German law professor who believes strongly in enlightenment ideals and his uh, Luminorden sought to promote those ideals among elites. Oh. He wanted to educate the Illuminati members in reason, philanthropy, 
and other secular values so that they could influence political decisions when they came to power. Does it really well, have to be? That the... doesn't sound too bad. No, not at all, except for the fact that they're elites. I've never considered well, myself. I want to be, you know, I don't want to be an elite. I want like the common person to seek enlightenment, to have enlightenment, you know? Yeah. And it's, well, I mean, let's, yeah, we could even, we could just take apart the idea of what elite is, elitism, you know, if, if somebody uh, believes that they're better because of um, their socioeconomic placement in the world, their their history, you know, their, their family ties, their, their, their business ties, their looks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of a. There's a massive problem in America right now with, I mean, classism and elitism. I mean, I think that's what drives it. There's a, there's a ton of people that just believe they're entitled to whatever they can have, you know? So how that ties into the conspiracy theories here, <laughs> it's interesting that, Beyonce and Jay-Z, people think that those two, which, I mean, they didn't, neither one of them came from money, you know, and there's people that don't even right. believe that Beyonce is black. Right. <laughs> right. Like what? Yeah, she's Italian, right? Yeah. You know, that's, that's the whole thing. I feel like, um, yeah, to, just to, just to take a quick detour into the classism thing. Yeah. You know, we are, I was talking to my friend Barb the other day and she was saying that we're actually... You know, even though everything is is dangerous right now and it's hell in a handbasket, the world is, is yeah. you know, we're actually in terms of our class and middle class, right, or working class, yeah. which is what we are. Even the middle class are working class. I mean, they might not realize it because of their creature comforts. Yes. You know, they're not doing but hard labor are, necessarily. You know, they're not doing hard labor, but they are a head injury away from being out on the street. They, yes. they don't probably realize that because of the healthcare, uh you know system in this country it's ridiculous i mean you, there are no social safety nets or protections not not really and so you know she was saying well actually you know we people like us who weren't part of the monarchy or part of the uh part of the court you know we would we would have it pretty bad so it's actually we're actually alive in a pretty good time mm -hmm. to be alive considering antibiotics and, and, uh, you know, certain safety, you know, measures that are, you know, we preventative health care and yeah, absolutely. Right. Things that we, things that we take for granted, but like with the class system and conspiracies, cause I tend to think like, if we go into this QAnon stuff, it's really not, you don't ever see a lot of people who are super wealthy believing in conspiracies. Well, they don't you know have to. <laughs> they don't have to. That's right. They're too busy right. spending they're not, money. That's they're they're too busy. I, I think of I don't even know how to. It's it's not Davos. It's the Davos Convention. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That where the the all the rich dudes. Oh. And and maybe like one chick. You know, they all get together and they decide. Okay, well, all right, fellow rich people how, how do we want this shit to go down i'm controlling their minds i'm controlling their you know you know it's probably the facebook guy you know i know what they dream about i know what they think about you know and i the amazon guy whoever's there the Koch brothers just knowing that that exists knowing that a little little uh summer camp for billionaires and trillionaires exists how could you not believe in some form of conspiracy well and 
many of them are involved with secret societies, you know, and they may not be so secret, but you're not allowed. I mean, it's not a secret that, that it exists, but knowing what goes on in those meetings, our mutual friend, Tommy Mishke, uh, once was invited by a client to go to an event. I'm I'm right about that, right? You know Mishke well, don't you? Yeah. He was invited to an yeah. event. I'm not going to name it because I don't want to do that to people, but he shows up to this event because they asked him to speak at it, and he was like, what the hell? And this is in St. Paul, and he was like, whoa, this is not okay. Like, I am super uncomfortable. And it was a bunch of white elitist males that were running this meeting. And this is modern day. This is like right now that it's happening, you know? And so people know that that exists and they know the name of it, but they don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. And I think there's a lot of people that they may not be into conspiracy theories, but they are part of secret societies. I totally believe there's more of that going on than we even know. You know, then you get the Freemasons. What the hell are they doing? (laughs) I never understood that. I don't either. I, I, I don't need. I'd have to. I'd have to look into the Freemason stuff. Yeah, that's but a whole other. Just kettle knowing of fish. that. Okay, so just the, like that to me is the biggest unsecret secret society. You know, they get together, they they figure out stuff. But I think, okay, so if these all these rich dudes are getting together and figuring out stuff, what is it? Once a year? Is it once a year that they get together? That deal is once a month. Yeah. So no, the Davos. Oh, the Davos. Davos I'm I'm guessing that's like an annual convention. Yeah. It's probably an annual thing. Um, The world is not doing so hot. So. No. Where's the. (laughs) What what exactly are they figuring out? I mean, the world is doing well for them because there's wealth hoarders now. You know, all the money that that Jeff Bezos has, (sighs) he'll never be able to spend it all in one in one fell swoop. So I don't know what this, you know, there's only so you can only live so well. You can only, I saw a picture of, um, I saw a picture of, uh, Ryan Murphy, you know, the guy from all the shows, American horror story and all that. I really like his stuff, Yeah. but I was flipping through some pages looking for something. And I, and I like home decor, you know, and I saw this bathtub and it was made entirely, it wasn't made out of marble. It was made out of some gemstone. Wow. Yeah. And it was, it was weird looking and beautiful. I'll send, I'll try to send you the picture, but it was something like it was a million dollar bathtub. And I, and I thought, okay, well now you're just, now you're just fucking around. Now you're just trying to find shit to waste money on at that point, you know, cause how deep can a bathtub get? It's like a, <laughs> I was thinking, like, of, okay. I was, like, is it a cost per inch, like on that, like yeah. depth or what? Are there even yeah, jet? Was, is it jetted or non-jetted at that price? No, it didn't, didn't look like it had jets. And I was, you know, like you think of things that are are not going to get any better than than what they are and what they originally were invented. Like, they, obviously, they made a they made a a light bulb that's better than the than the original light bulb. But like something like a hot water bottle. It is what it is. <laughs> it's you know, just... you're not going to like, there's no, you can't, you can't make a hot water bottle out of gold. You know, it's, it's just a hot water bottle. It's just a fucking bathtub. The the million dollar you bathtub, know, like... it reminds me of that joke. And I know what? you've heard this one, but I'm going to tell you. That anyway. A man okay. walks into a potty and says to the host, 
I really like your gold-plated toilet seats. And the host says, <laughs> I do not have gold-plated toilet seats, but are you the one who pooped in my tuba? <laughs> that's, that's a very old joke. But it's only good if you do like the Mayor Quimby Kennedy thing with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, are that's you the good. one who pooped in my tuba? <laughs> So, so QAnon, I mean, so it's still going on today, right? I mean, and then like you see even at the Trump rally, there was somebody with a red, white, and blue Q on their hat. Right. I mean, that was... And then they call, what do they call themselves? Red, red pillars or blue pill, whatever blue. it is. So you, so you're, you're like finally opening your eyes to all the stuff that's going on or has been going on. Yeah. Like deep, deep state secret plot, whatever's. And what the the scariest thing about the QAnon people for me is that Trump and his camp are sort of um, getting into bed with them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's Which all is gross. Very dangerous. It, very dangerous. Well, yeah. It kind of makes you think of you know what's going to happen this fall. Oh, he's already trying to push back the election and say it's all rigged already and. He can't believe he's like, it's a, you know, we've never had this amount of mail-in voting. Well, there's a pandemic going on, jackass. I mean, what the hell? Of course, we're going to have a ton of people wanting to mail in their their votes this year. But it's always happened. It's happened since the Civil War. That's when it started. So it's not a new thing to have people mail in their votes. <laughs> Unbelievable. So QAnon, and I just... I. I They've been going since 2017, right? Maybe a little bit longer. It began so QAnon. It it began with a, a 2017 post on a on the 4chan site by somebody using the name Q, uh, and they claim to have classified information involving the Trump administration and its opponents in the United States. And is it tied into WikiLeaks somehow, or is that a totally separate entity? That's what I didn't totally understand. What gets me, because I don't even, all of this is so murky. It is. intentionally murky and mucked up. I wonder if this, uh, let's get back to the classes thing again. I think that people who are middle class are more likely to believe, um, are more likely to believe conspiracy theories because really poor people don't have the um they don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with it because they're dealing with immediate survival concerns exactly yep and so and, they're apathetic and, when it comes to things like that because they're like that's not going to change my life either way so fuck it right, i just need exactly. to get bread right on the table exactly and then people who are wealthy don't have to concern themselves with it like actual wealth because they would be you know, inured to it no matter what, right? And yeah. so it's really, it's like middle-class people who are constantly trying to create a boogeyman or an other to explain away problems that um, that they're having or that the things that they're afraid of. And it's a life you know? of one... And that one... can go into racism too. Oh, yeah. What? It's a life of one yeah. step up, two steps back for the middle class that most people that are middle class, uh, if they, which is a tiny percentage of us now, but there's always this feeling like you can't quite get ahead, that you're always slipping backwards, that, that, okay, maybe you had 
15 grand in savings, but then shit happens and your car breaks down and then your kid, you know, has an issue and something else. And now that savings all gone and now you got to replenish that and you're constantly on the hamster wheel. And, and so there is a sense that the system is rigged against you, uh, in the middle class, I think, and, and the poor side, but the difference in the middle class is you're looking for conspiracies. You're looking for reasons to say, this is bullshit. And maybe it'll feel a little bit better if there's, there's shit out there that I can't control. At least I know it, right? At least I know it exists. Right. So we should get right. to another song right now. A perfect song okay. for this. Garbage. I think I'm paranoid on the Brian Oak Show.
Garbage on the Brian Oak Show. Love that song. I haven't heard that song in a while. What a great tune. Great tune that is. Let's talk about Busters on 28th. They are open. You can do online ordering. So instead of just calling in for your curbside to go, they are also open for some seating. They do have a fantastic patio, and this weather that we've had lately has just been terrific. So either head to Busters on 28th, which is on 42nd Street and 28th Avenue, or go to bustersontwentyeighth.com and order one of their fantastic sandwiches like their Cubano. They have great hamburgers. They've got uh, sweet potato fries, all kinds of great food there. Check out their menu and then order bustersontwentyeighth.com. And your friendly neighborhood realtor, me, Sean Bernard. Um, yeah. Now I'm saying my own name weird. Sean Bernard. <laughs> Sean Barnard, how are you? Good to see you. You know what? I just watched. I just watched Gandhi. I hadn't seen the movie Gandhi since I was a kid, and I watched that three-hour-plus movie. And so maybe that's why I'm saying it that way. I don't know. But are you feeling uh, very peaceful? You know what? I've always had something. Uh, I mean, I, Hinduism is very interesting to me, uh, but I, uh-huh. I, I, I don't know. I, I find him to be a remarkable, he was a remarkable human being and another one who was shot, unfortunately, but but his life and his legacy was just remarkable. So if you want a remarkable legacy, get a house through, no, <laughs> there's no way to transition. <laughs> if you're yeah, looking, I think there is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if you're, you're, looking, the, you're the Gandhi of realtors. Yeah. I would very much like to just have a peaceful transition to your new home, a la Gandhi, and just so you can enjoy your life, um, it shouldn't be that no, you're stressful. You're really into houses. You love helping people get into their forever home, and and or maybe their home for their transitional home if they're downsizing. It's a question you know? I always ask. I'm like, well, how long do you see yourself here? You know, is this a place right. that you want to live for the rest of your life, or are you kind of thinking, eh, maybe eight, ten years? Because it does make yeah. a difference in resale value and areas you know in specific areas and that sort of thing is this really just an investment and you're looking at it from that potential so uh give me a call 612-859-2594 that number is text worthy as well uh when the warming house opens back up again i will be donating a portion of each uh sale to the warming house they are finding a new location um and using this uh, unfortunate time with COVID 19 to find a location that might even serve uh, beer and wine, et cetera, et cetera. So looking forward to uh, helping them. I'm also on their board of directors, so I'm kind of knee-deep in trying to help them find a new locale. Speaking of COVID-19, Colleen yeah. Cruz, can we talk? Yes. <laughs> well, are, are, are you staying safe? Yeah, it's our conspiracy show here on the Brian Oak Show. It's all conspiracy all the time. So <clears throat> I was talking to my daughter. She came into town. Yeah. Drove with her boyfriend cross country from LA. I've done that. And we were sitting out by Lake Lake of the Isles, and she said, "This was totally planned. The whole COVID nineteen thing." And I and I and I kind of I looked because <laughs> my daughter's really intelligent. You yeah, know? yeah. I thought, huh? You know, I guess I never really uh, again like I if I were to write a science fiction novel, seems like this would be a good way to get rid of a bunch of people fast well you've seen the movie contagion right yeah i saw the movie contagion it well, was uh almost to the to the letter what's happening except it's crazy 
you know, the, the, the way the government's handling it. The way the government's handling it is not to the letter of, of no. that movie. No, uh-uh. no. They're, we're just denying it. Well, other places like New Zealand and, and everybody, they're all opened up. So I don't think New Zealand started it because they figured it out. They figured no. their shit out. Everybody, like, locked down and, yeah. So either, so either China's not reporting cases, but isn't it kind of crazy that the place where it all started has so few cases and deaths? Now, a good friend of mine who lives in Arizona, one of my best friends that I've known since I was in high school, he absolutely okay. believes it was started in a lab. Now, he's not convinced that it was started intentionally. He thinks mm-hmm. it was accidentally released or somebody caught the bug uh, in the lab and accidentally spread it. Uh, other people think that this may be a form of germ warfare, and a kind of a silent way to get back at your enemies and to kill your enemies. Right. I mean... Hey, <laughs> you know, like it, it's possible. I mean, I, I, I don't see how it wouldn't be possible. Um, well, if you, you wanted know, there, to do it, you that, could is the, is the point of it. So that's why I always kind of say, okay, you know, there's some conspiracies where I'm like, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. You know, and we'll talk about one of them coming up, but this one, I'm, I'm not totally convinced that it wasn't at least an accident. And how it was released. Well, you know? think, what about the Lebanon bombing? The one that just happened here the other day? Yeah, the one that just happened. I Do you think that was a fireworks plant? I mean, some of the no. excuses that come out immediately upon things like this. I saw the video and, and my husband showed it to me and he said, he said, they're saying it was a fireworks. And I said, oh, <laughs> that's not... No, and the, the plane that was shot down in Iran um, recently, that wasn't an accident. They tried to say, no. oh, we mixed up, mixed something up. Oops, when we shot right. down they're, this our own plane, you know. No, yeah, they're not even trying to have good lies or believable lies anymore. They're just throwing shit out there because we're also distracted and everything is so murky. All the information is so murky now because you can... Uh, you can use Photoshop and you can digitally alter. Uh, did you ever see that video of uh, Steve Buscemi? Oh, as no. Reese Witherspoon. Oh, my I'll God. Send it to you. Oh, please yeah. do. Well, they it... put his face on Reese Witherspoon or something. They put his face on a beautiful woman and had her talk. And it, it looked like Steve Buscemi was talking. Oh, my gosh. I've got to see that. Body. I've got so to they see can that. do all kinds of stuff right now. And you're like, well, I don't know, you know. And so that's that's the that's the thing. What do you believe? The lies aren't very good. The information is very murky. But it sure sure seems possible. You know, the government did all kinds of LSD experiments, and they denied, denied, denied it. And now it's on Wikipedia. You can you can find. Uh, I just wa- I just watched a documentary two days ago where this guy um, was a science scientist for the CIA, and they're sitting in a room, right. and and the guy says, uh, the head guy, whatever the boss says, by the way, uh, four of you have been given LSD um, as an experiment. And a couple of them started laughing. Well, one of them jumped out of a nine-story window to his death, and they had said it was suicide. <laughs> so that family lived with that for 20-plus years, for 25 years, until it was revealed that, no, they were part of the experiment. And so, again, it's our government has done a lot to experiment on its own people. 
It wouldn't right. surprise me if China has done the same thing. You know, we certainly, I wouldn't be surprised if North Korea and Kim Jong, uh, Kim Jong Un has done the same thing. You know, right. none of that, none of that surprises me. So these are conspiracies where you're like, well, I mean, some of it's kind of actually happened. But let's move on to some of the other let's, conspiracies. A, Jeffrey Epstein, did he kill himself? I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so either. No, I think that he but was so, so... why are they trying to kill him? Because so many different men used his services uh, and they didn't want to be revealed. You know, this you is... that's it? Absolutely. Absolutely, because there were underage women involved, which... I don't think that's it. You don't? I, I don't think that... No, because uh, people don't give a shit about underage women, and that... that oh. I it's do. proven time and time and time again. Yeah, you know, um, because if these women couldn't couldn't close the deal in 2006 or 2007 or whenever, you know, all that information was out there then, back then, and that that Clinton was on the Lolita Express and all that stuff, and on the private island, I think he had, I think he had other information. And this was just the thing they brought him in on. Well, because if there's that, there was the, um, that's my crazy conspiracy theory. Yeah. There is that Epstein documentary on Netflix and the the women who were at his private villa and wherever the hell I it watched was. it. Yeah. Yeah. They said there were cameras everywhere in every single bathroom and every single, every single room. And one of the articles that I read about him on Rolling Stone said, you know, one model that had dated him, a, a, of age model. She said, oh, he used to love to believe that he was a spy. He had guns and he had, and maybe he was. Listen, the guy was a teacher and, and a Wall Street cheat. And he had a lot of connections and he was charming. So who, who else becomes a spy? We could talk to our friend Jeff, the CIA guy, former CIA. But That's right. Seems like, I feel like he knew something more and was trying to use it as leverage for something else. And then they just, they brought him in. Yeah, perhaps they could I have brought him in any other time. Yeah. But so, so I guess I'll agree with you that you're right. Our society has done very little to protect underage women, but I think the tying in these different political figures and very wealthy men, they did not want to be revealed. And I, and I don't think it's that far out of the realm of possibility that they hired somebody to take them out and maybe even just a security guard because the security guards are not paid very much. You know, it's, right. it's just like in sports, you know, they, so here's another conspiracy theory. I'll do it very quickly, but, but people think that the refs may be, you know, if you're going to uh, cheat the game, cheat the system, you pay off the refs because they don't make very much money, you know, and in a security, you know, in a, in a prison, the security guards don't make very much. So if you're going to pay somebody to off somebody, it could be them. But uh, yeah, yeah what so, a horrible job that would be. Oh, can you imagine? Your life's in danger constantly. You're you're seeing the worst of the worst of society. Um, I don't know how you go about your daily life once you get home either. It's kind of like going into battle and then going home every night, and you're supposed to be a father and a husband or a wife and a mother. You know, um, uh-huh. like what a bizarre. You know, okay, let's go to the baseball game now, family. I just watched somebody hang themselves in their cell, and 
Let's go uh, well, to yeah. t-ball practice. You know, everything's great. Yeah, versus you look at prisons in Norway and they look like studio apartments for violent offenders. They're actually focused on rehabilitation, they are. not just incarceration. Yeah, but I wish we the were. The pay system makes it all. It's 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 a. Uh, falsely inflated it's a bubble like our middle class our middle class is absolutely a bubble it's it's a fallacy shrinking that anybody is shrinking really middle bubble. class yeah the... i don't think it's shrinking i think we just we're as long as we can eat cheese it's and watch tv we believe mm, we're middle class Cheez-Its. and have a week right <laughs> do you know what i mean and have a weekend yeah. but yes if your life if if your life would be completely derailed by um falling off the steps and 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 you know, hitting your head, you know, and having oh, medical yeah. issues yeah. after that, then, then you're not middle-class. There's no, you know, what, the, what is middle-class then at that point? I think it needs to be redefined. You know, that's for sure. Cause I think the people throw that, I was just thinking about that while you said that. I'm like, what the hell is middle-class? Like, what, you know, is it not just your income, but your debt to income ratio, your, you know, do right. you have money, you know, in savings? Could you survive a year without a paycheck? Yeah. America's a Ponzi scheme. The whole thing. Oh, is. absolutely. I yeah. totally agree with that. Absolutely. What do you think about <laughs> what do you think about playing the third song? Because I want to get down to the real the real conspiracy here. Is Earth flat? This is a good one. We'll have to do that right after CIA Man by the Fugs on the Brian Oak Show.
Who can be so overtly covert? Sometimes even covertly overt. Fucking amen. CIA man. Who's the agency well known to God? The one that cut the staff and cut the rod. Fucking amen. CIA man. Fucking amen. CIA man. Fucking amen. CIA man. 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 So I've heard of the Fugs, but I had not heard CIA Man. What a fantastic song on the Brian Oak Show. (laughs) We're talking conspiracy theories, and let's jump right into our next conspiracy theory. So uh, have you ever heard of the Flat Earth Society, Oh, yes, I have. We're not Brian. Sean, yeah, we're well, on the Brian right. Show. It's all Irish. Yeah. yeah, it is all Irish. Colleen, oh my gosh. Sean and Brian. So, hey. Yeah. Have you heard of them? Have I you have. talked to any of them? I have not talked to any of them. I have seen somebody on social media, and I was like, are they being serious? Or are they not? And I was like, I'm not even going to get into this, because if they really are serious, I just don't know if I want to know them. It not just defies physics, you know? Well, and all sorts of proof (laughs) yeah well you know yeah but they're they they claim because you're walking on something that looks and feels flat they think it's a disc they don't think it's like a sheet of paper they think it's like a disc like more like a frisbee i i know but you can see the curvature of the earth so simply now i i i do kind of understand the people that think that we'd never been to the moon that that might have been staged yeah i mean i i think we were i think we went to the moon but i kind of understand it was really shitty and how easy would it be to fake that you know it would be so easy to fake that right and you just go out to the desert and you know it was black and white tv back then I mean, yeah, nobody could check on you. It could have been a stage. <laughs> Saved a lot of gas money. I know that much. <laughs> do you do you think that they faked it? I think they could have. I mean, that this you know this is again yeah, one where I'm not a hundred percent sure that we've been to the moon. I'm guessing. Like for me, I feel like eighty percent. But flat Earth zero. There's zero chance that there's a flat Earth. You know. I I understand why people maybe felt that way before they understood physics. And how physics works, and that it would be impossible. But I mean, the, the Earth is not perfectly round either. We know that, right? Um, but it it makes a hell of a lot more sense that it is roundish. You know, I mean, that's it's gaining traction though, which is really weird. Oh, I was so walking, weird. last summer. I was walking around Lake uh, Beatty Macasca. Oh yes, the yes, newly, the newly reclaimed Beatty Macasca. Yes, is. and there was a flat earther guy. Oh my god! He set up his own booth. Oh, wow. Did they have a lot of traction? Pretty long line? Well, yeah, he did, actually. Wow. People couldn't believe it. Oh, my gosh. They couldn't believe, you know, I don't know what to believe. I would believe that the Earth is flat more than I would believe that people believe the Earth is flat, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I can't believe it's such it's such an obvious thing to be able to debunk. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't get the um I don't get the appeal of being a flat earther. So you really must believe it. Yeah, it's a club you where know? I don't know if it would be a whole lot of fun to be a part of. <laughs> Cuz yeah. what do you what do you I mean, really like it's more fun to be a part of the Bigfoot club. Oh hell yeah. Monster club. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. And I Seems I got to like tell you parties would be better. I got to tell you I kind of believe that there might be a Bigfoot. And there might might what have do been. Do you think like a woman mated with a, a gorilla? I think that there might have been a species that had just enough, you know, Bigfoots in them or big feet. <laughs> do you think it's like a Neanderthal that never found home? <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all, you know, like. What is it? It's the Cro-Magnons and the Neanderthals. What yes, is it? yes. There's two like different, yep. different species of humanoid. It's and, been like, a long time. Yeah, they were bigger, right? They were like taller. Yeah, I think I can't remember. But so, is that what you think Bigfoot is? When I was a kid, I always thought Bigfoot was like um, some woman uh, and a and a gorilla got together and uh, like not together. even realizing that. That would kill I them, mean, they were just going know. out to coffee and not realizing that they would fall madly in love and have, you what? know, a romantic connection. You're you're terrified when you think, you know, like, like, I thought, I used to watch Tarzan movies, and I think, okay, the, the, the boy is, is brought up by apes. Yeah. You know, he's he's brought up by apes. And, and what if he really didn't see anybody? What if that was it? You know, he's brought up by apes. He's like, you know, apes are sort of like humans. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you got to think in the history of people doing weird medical stuff, something like that is. Oh, that's another option. I didn't even consider the scientists could have created Bigfoot. Right. Right. Like, they could have they like friggin- created Bigfoot, some, something that would be controllable and, and large and strong. Oh, I yeah. I don't know. Well, and they could have done it for farming or something, you know, like there could have been a thought that we are going to create a bunch of these Bigfoot, you know, a bunch of Yetis, uh, you know, to be able to do our farm work. (laughs) Like, like Chewbacca. Yeah. Now, I don't think they can talk. And one of all. Oh, Chewbacca was so smart. You don't think Bigfoot can talk? I think Bigfoot. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. Well, I I like the idea of, of him. Uh, talking, but there has to be a. I don't think he maybe. <laughs> do you think his parents were able to talk? One of them was. Because <laughs> like <laughs> Bigfoot looks too much like a a person, not to have some kind of person uh, person blood in him. How bad would this the hair smell? You know, on a Bigfoot, like you'd know. have to bathe a you lot. I like uh, I like animal smell. Some people that's a that's a big bad. That's a you know you, you get into somebody's house and there's like a, a wet dog smell. I used to have a friend that she oh, yeah. did um, she, in her in her basement. She had a, a grooming station, so she you know groom animals for her friends because she was a groomer. Yeah, and you'd go down to her basement and it just smelled like wet dog. To me, that's a super happy smell. 
At least wet dog is. Yeah, a little goes you know, a long way with that. that. You were out at the lake with your dog. You know what smell I absolutely love is the smell of a horse, like when you're near a horse. You know that smell? Yeah. It's yeah. just it's an incredible. I don't know why I love that, but I've I haven't been horseback riding since I was a kid, but I just love that smell. I just think they're beautiful animals. You and Brooke should go because it's a socially distanced thing. It is, and Brooke was a horseback riding instructor in college. Isn't that you interesting? Go. And she's she talks about it fondly. It's our anniversary coming up on the tenth. This is a great idea. Uh huh. I will book that, and we will go do that. Yeah. If they have a horse that can handle my weight. They do. <laughs> they For do. Crying out loud. There's always like some horse who's like, "Son of a bitch, I gotta have this guy." <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> what the hell? This is not even Me- fair. Maybe, maybe it feels good. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a little. Maybe it's like a little. Uh, a little mini know, massage. Massage for them. <laughs> God, I think we did a great job of handling the conspiracy theories. Yeah, on I the think Bri- we figured it all out. It has been really fun doing shows with you these last few weeks while Brian's Thank been you. at space camp, and of course, you know we love having you on as as a guest as well. So Brian will be back next week. But thank you so much for filling in and uh like i said it's been an absolute blast my pleasure anytime you guys know that thank you so much thanks to our sponsors uh smart start mn thanks to busters on 28 thanks to dave gatsmer for creating our logo thanks for audio quip without them we would not have this sound amy stubblefield barthel for creating the website and the photos are by rebecca studios by not b-y-e by RebeccaStudios.com. This is The Brian Oak Show. Thanks again, Colleen. <laughs>